0: just shut up hi welcome to talking in the movies we are your hosts rebecca and julia okay so in this episode we're going to talk about puss in boots the last wish and so spoilers for that and we're also going to be talking about the anime death note and the challenge so spoilers for that as well in terms of trigger warnings um (laughs) for both um trigger warnings for death um i think that's the main one and then for Death Note, there's some stuff with um abusive relationships or like manipulative relationships as well. So I think that's it. I'm sorry if I missed anything. Time to Google. <laughs> Time to find out what we thought ourselves into. Okay. Puss in Boots discovers that his passion for adventure has taken its toll. He has burnt through eight of his nine lives. Puss <laughs> sets out on an epic journey to find the mythical last wish. And restore his nine lives. Oh, wait. Whoa. It's in the same universe as a Shrek? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's like fairy tales. Like, is Puss in Boots a fairy Yeah, it is. Okay. Anthropomorphic cat who uses trickery and deceit to gain power. And the hand of a princess in marriage. <laughs> Sing the fairy tale. Ugh, folklore. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a miller who had three sons. When he died, he left his mill to the eldest son, his ass to the second <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I get it. I literally did not understand that nice donkey. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, all right. Slay. Like, free butt implants. Yeah. Dearest dead son, yeah. I gift you a BBL. <laughs> yeah. Okay. His ass to the second <laughs> son. And his cat to the youngest, who had always been his favorite. All right. The two eldest sons resolved to live together, but they would not let their brother live with them because he had only a cat. (laughs) That's so rude! Oh my God! Okay. The other one only has a donkey. So the poor lad was very sorrowful. He was very sorrowful, Julia. Yeah. And wondered what he should do to get his bread. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I too, I too think. What (laughs) shall I do to get get my my bread? bread? Well, he was sitting thinking about it. Puss jumped up on the table and touched him with her paw. Oh, Oh, it's a girl. girl. (laughs) It's a girl. It's a girl. My dear master, Master, she said, do not fret. I will get your living for you. Only you must buy me a pair of boots and give me a bag. The miller's son had very little money, but he thought it such a wonderful thing to hear a cat talk that he could not refuse her request. (laughs) So he took Puss to the shoemakers and got him to make her a very smart (laughs) pair of boots, and then he gave her a nice large bag. That is so cute. Yeah. Literally today we were talking about how my cat needed rain boots. How fucking long is this? I know, this is really long. I think basically what happens is he, is like the cat's like a scam artist. And like, <laughs> slay. <laughs> and like tricks everyone into giving her their money. Alright. So that's the, that's the Puss and Boots lore. Yeah. Alright. So we're on ri- Rotten Tomatoes. Also, should yes. we, should we say the... Where the story was from? Yeah, I think it was the original version by Charles Peralt, but we got it on shortkidsstories.com. <laughs> nice. Okay, it seems like people really like this movie. The visual aspect. <laughs> Some of the film are not, not as strong. strong. I agree. Yeah. Just by looking just at the trailer. Yeah. I was like, alright. <laughs> Some of the art is <laughs> questionable. Yeah. Okay, so they're just like stop making movies about this guy. Okay. I want to see, like, the regular people's ones. The storyline was cute, and the dog we liked is part of the story. (laughs) Wow, all these are so positive. Yeah, people really like this movie. First half was, like, a (laughs) mediocre good for children, but the second half was very, very Very, good. Very, very, (laughs) very good. Animation is beautiful and consistent throughout. Jacob R. says, had low expectations, but puss delivered. Again! (laughs) The storyline was fresh, a quick moving, and the new characters were awesome, especially the wolf. Okay. The animations, colors, and voices are fantastic, but this is not a movie, a movie for, for children. children. All right. No wonder we have a world that is all fucked up. If this is what we <laughs> feed our children and young adult, our one young adult. Yeah. No surprise that three young teenage left the movie <laughs> a third <laughs> into it. There is hope. There is hope! Andre G, Andre G has hope for this world. There is hope.
1: World. There is hope.
0: Obi-Wan son- Kenobi says, This film was surprisingly fun. Worth a watch. <laughs> you know what? Okay, right. okay. Mason F says, Even though they're not in the critic section, they say that they're a movie critic. Alright. <laughs> and own a movie theater. Okay. I've <laughs> seen... Almost every animated movie in twenty twenty two. amazing. The Whoa. animation was amazing. Whoa. The storyline is perfect. Whoa. I feel any kid of any age will enjoy this movie. Whoa. Even I myself <laughs> enjoyed it. That's crazy. Him the famous <laughs> Mason F the Famous The well renowned Mason F. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright. So but a lot of people like <laughs> a lot of people like it. Yeah. So, I say let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yes, I I feel like let's watch it. I'm excited. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, we started watching Puss in Boots. Yeah. This is what has happened so far. There's like, so, like, the opening scene is like this, like, giant purple, like, wormhole in the sky. (laughs) And then, like, a star falls out of the sky and it burns, like, this entire forest. (laughs) But then it makes flowers grow there. So, it's a tree hater. Yeah confirmed we start out looking at this party scene where <laughs> where puss <laughs> is the life of the party like he's like yeah he's like all right everybody like give it up for puss and boots and um he's like walking on people's hands and one of the people like holds out their child's face and <laughs> he just, like steps on it. Mm Mm-hmm. He just like walks right on the face. And then the child. This child is like really weird. He like goes up, there's like a footprint on his face, and he's like, Papa, he stepped on my face. He's like really excited about it. He's not like, he stepped on my face. He's like, oh yeah. He stepped on my face. (laughs) But then it turns out he's like having the party at the governor's house, so the governor gets pretty pissed. And so like then he's like fighting the governor with fireworks wakes a sleeping giant which for some reason I'm like nobody like has nobody done fireworks before or what like <laughs> maybe not in the area because like oh we can't wake the sleeping giant then like the sleeping giant is like kidnapping people from the party and the little the weird kid is like I'm flying when he picks him up mm-hmm. when the giant picks him up it sounds really weird he's also <laughs> riding a cow. <laughs> Yeah, so then Puss in Boots is, like, fighting the giant, and he, like, wins, and everyone's like, yeah, Puss in Boots, you're so, like, cool, we love you, and then, like, this bell falls on his head, and he dies, <laughs> yeah, which, should I mention? like, he, he was like, oh, yeah, you're welcome, you're welcome, and everybody's clapping, and then he only dies because he, he's like, okay, I, maybe I can sing one more song, the bell smashes him. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up in like this doctor's office who's also a barber and also a veterinarian. A veterinarian or like he's some other Like a De- dentist? Yeah, a dentist. Yeah, he just has all the jobs. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, you like died? And Puss in Boots' is like, Yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. And the doctor's like, Um, okay. Like, how many times have you died before? And Puss in Boots counts it. And it was, this is his eighth death. Mm -hmm. And the doctor's like, this is your last death. You have to stop adventuring. Mm -hmm. And Puss in Boots is like, phooey! He definitely says (laughs) phooey. Before he leaves, (laughs) the doctor gives him this, like, business card for this, like, deranged cat lady. Mm -hmm. He's like, you need a place that's safe. Mm -hmm. You'll be safe at Mama Luna's. Okay, so there's this wolf. And the wolf is so cool. So Puss in Boots is, like, going out. And he's, like, drinking. He's, like, depressed. He's, like, depressed. But he's, like, at a bar by himself and mm-hmm. staring at a mirror but he's like yeah whatever like oh i laugh in the face of death whatever <laughs> but then this like wolf like bounty hunter guy shows up and he's like i'm gonna like kill you and have your bounty <laughs> and he's like a really good fighter and he's also like really sinister and like cool he like shows up and he like whistles and like and that's how you like alerted his presence and it's like really cool yeah mm-hmm. and also up until this point Puss in Boots has been, like, a really good fighter. Like, you're like, oh, wow, he's, like, better than everybody else because, like, he beats people so easily um, without, like, even trying. And he's, like, laughing while he's doing it. And this is the first time you see, like, his hair stands up because he's, like, so scared. Yeah, he, really like, scared. he like realizes his own mortality and he's like, oh, fuck. Um, so then he gets, like, really scared and he runs away through the toilet and the, and the sewer <laughs> He just like locks himself in the bathroom and then like dives in the toilet. They don't really show that part, but that is what it's happens. It's like what's implied because he pops out of a sewer. Yeah, so. and he has <laughs> this <laughs> dramatic montage where he like walks really sadly to mm-hmm. Mama Luna's. Yeah, and then like outside her house, he like buries his clothes <laughs> and like gives like a eulogy for them. And he's like, oh, "Puss in Boots is like a great warrior," and then he like sings a song from the beginning about how he's a great warrior. And he goes to Mama Luna's. Mama Luna is very deranged. Yeah, I do not think that she should be allowed to have cats. <clears throat> the health department does not think she should be allowed to have cats. No, yeah. When Person Boots like first knocks on her door, mm-hmm. she's like, she thinks he's the health department, and she's like, and she's like, I won't answer. I don't have any cats. What are you talking about? She's like an insane cat hoarder, she should not have any more cats. Yeah. Um, anyways, but then she, like, lets him in, Mm -hmm. and she proceeds to take a bath with him. Like, they're both (laughs) in the bath together. Yeah. Yeah. Then she sings a little song about it. Very interesting. Anyways, she also knits all the cats' mittens, which is kind of nice, but kind of weird. I think it's supposed to be, like, hospital socks. Yeah, and all the cats hate puss in boots. Like, they're so mean to him, because he also, like, doesn't really speak cat. Which is kind of weird because there's, like, a separation between anthropomorphic cats and regular cats. Like, they both exist in the same universe, and it's like, okay. And Mama Luna can very clearly not see the difference. Because he keeps, like, trying to be a human, (laughs) and then she just, like, is like, silly cat! Yeah. What are you doing? And she, like, sprays him with a spray bottle, and it's like, he's, like, cooking breakfast. Like, successfully cooking breakfast and, like, standing up. And it's like, can you not tell that he can talk? Like... It's very weird. But anyways, basically, he just gets, like, really depressed, and he just, like, lives his life as just, like, a depressed retirement home cat. Yeah, he has that, like, quarantine hair. Like, his beard grows out, and he's like, oh, my life is over. So, like, Goldilocks and, like, three bears, like, show up. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Goldilocks is so cool. Like, she has these two, like, giant buns, and she's, like, riding one of the bears, and she's, like... Has this, like, l- either London or Scottish accent. London. London accent. Yeah, I think, like, her and the bears are all bounty hunters. Yeah. There's this, like, really weird dog who looks really diseased. And is supposed to be comedic relief, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Friends around Puss in the beach, and he's like, we're best friends now! For, like, no apparent <laughs> reason. So, okay, I guess because they can both talk. That's why. Yeah, and also probably because he hasn't had a friend before because he's, like, uh, a stray dog. Yeah. So he's, he's like, kind of lonely and, yeah. like, weird. Anyways, and then the creepy dog really, really wants Puss in Boots to rub his belly. He's like, my goal is to become a therapy dog so that people can rub my belly and feel better. Oh, yeah, because also the dog is, like, pretending to be a cat so that he can get food. Yes. Anyways, also something I forgot to mention before, I think, but that is just like, I feel like very important to the identity of this movie, was a certain um, collaboration in marketing that this movie did with a certain insurance company. I will not name because they are not paying us. Oh, slay. And they need to pay us if they want free, adre- well, not free advertising. Advertise. They want advertise because we don't do free free advertisement. Yeah, exactly. Like so weird. All the marketing I saw for this movie was like the insurance company in collaboration with Puss in Boots. Anyways, okay, we're gonna go watch the movie now. Yeah, yeah. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. See you later, loser. (laughs) Okay, so after the weird dog, who was also traumatized. Yeah, the weird dog is sad. But anyways, then like the Goldilocks and the Three Bears from before, Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Breakin' I keep calling it an orphanage it's not an orphanage but it's like it's an old person's home for cats But it really seems like an orphanage Mm -hmm. It has that vibe anyways they break into the cat orphanage Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. they stuff Mama Luna who's like the crazy cat lady into a piano And then they start playing the piano while like searching for (laughs) puss in boots Which they do very unsuccessfully yeah. Because they find like where he like buried all his clothes and they're like, Oh, this is him, like Guess he died. Oopsie daisies. <laughs> so there's like the wolf bounty hunter and there's Goldilocks and her three bears who are like the dumb bounty hunters. Kind but of No, it turns out they're not bounty hunters. well okay. Because they wanted to hire Puss in Boots to steal from this guy called Big Jack Horner. But they yeah. love each other. So yeah it's, it's cute. Sweet. It's kinda nice. Um And Goldilocks is, well, she's, she's like, kind of there. It's really weird how she's, like, the boss of the entire bear family. And they're, like, oh, you're, like, our adopted daughter. But she's just, like, I'm your leader. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a weird dynamic. Um, And then, yeah, and then, like, Goldilocks is, like, used for really clumsy exposition. Because (laughs) they're, like, all, like, then there's just a scene after they think Puss in Boots is dead. They all just stand around his, like, clothes grave. And they're, like, oh, like, why did we want Puss in Boots? Oh, we need to steal the map for the Wishing Star from Jack Horner. And then... And he's like, what is this, Dora? (laughs) (laughs) What do we need to do? (laughs) That's right! Steal the map from Jack Horner! Let's go! Puss in Boots is just standing behind a tree listening to them. Okay. Yeah, Puss in Boots is, like, traveling to old Jack Horner's, like, pie factory? Um, And he's, like, the guy who is, he's, like, getting the map to the star delivered to him. And so Puss in Boots is trying to steal it. And also the bears and Goldilocks are trying to steal it. Mm -hmm. So they both go to the old-fashioned town. The weird dog is stalking Puss in Boots. Mm -hmm. So he just, like, shows up despite the fact that Puss in Boots told him not to. Yeah, he's like, Puss in Boots travels alone or something like that. Yeah. The dog just shows up again. Yeah. It's restraining order energy. So then, yeah, they go to Big Jack Horner, who we didn't really know who he was, but it turns out he's, like, from a nursery rhyme about eating a pie. Yeah. But it's Little Jack Horner sat in the corner eating his Christmas pie. He put in his thumb and pulled out a plum and said, what a good boy am I. So, we're at Jack Horner's pie factory. So, the nursery rhyme's called Little Jack Horner, but now he's like, oh, I'm Big Jack Horner, because he doesn't want to associate himself with his past, because they show his past is him, like doing a party trick like at like a stand across from pinocchio and pinocchio has a bunch of fans and nobody's interested in his little pie act yeah where he sticks he, his thumb <laughs> in a pie and it's like little jack horner and yeah it's really sad mm-hmm. if you think of like an old like puppet show that would like happen in a square yeah but instead of puppets it's just <laughs> someone sticking his thumb in a pie. <laughs> <laughs> that is what this guy was doing in his childhood. Yeah, and, and then, he didn't have any fans because there was an actual puppet who was actually entertaining, mm-hmm. named Pinocchio. Yeah, and he's like, I don't have any magic. I'm a real boy, and so he thought that like magic was made. What was what made Pinocchio like better than him? I guess so. Mm-hmm. He's been like seeking out magical objects like his whole life. Yeah, which is why he's getting the map delivered to him. Um, Big Jack Warner is nice, played by John Mulaney, by the way. The character looks like he should have a different voice, basically. Yeah, like a deeper voice. Like a deeper voice. It's not exactly, like, intimidating either. Like, he's supposed to be, like, one of, like, the enemies that are chasing after Puss in Boots eventually. But... I feel like it kind of works, though, because he's kind of, like, his whole sort of vibe is just, like, a weird, like, little boy. Yeah, Yeah. who is, like, grown up, but is still a weird little boy. Yeah. Like, he kind of dresses like a weird little boy. I don't know. He dresses like a little lad. Yeah. He does. And he has, like, purple hair, but, like, not in a sleigh way. Oh, yeah. in, like, a, a bad Willy Wonka cosplay. He does have a pie factory, so, so you know. But anyway, so he's getting the map delivered to him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to go in his magical objects collection. So then they also find another cat named Kitty Softpaws, who I think was, like, Puss in Boots' um, love interest in, like, an earlier Ex-lover. movie. lover Yeah, but um, she looks like my cat, Nuge. Yeah. So you just the so love interest Nuge. slay. So so those are all the people who are, are currently trying to get the map. Yes. And they're sort of, like, all fighting for it. Basically what happens is Puss in Boots and Kitty Softpaws, a.k.a. Nuge, um, <laughs> and the annoying dog all manage to escape together with the map. Yeah. With both, like, the bear family and Big John Horner chasing after them to try to yes. get it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, so cool because then, like, the like the like whistle, that means, like, the wolf is there, happens again. Mm-hmm. And then the wolf is standing there and he's put coins in his eyes like you do for a dead person. Yes. And it's so cool. It's so cool. And the cool thing about this map is that for each person, it has different journeys that you go on. So, like, different, like, obstacles. So they end up using... The dog. Yeah, so the landscape shifts depending on who is holding the at. So they make the dog hold it, because the dog is like, oh, like, happiness and rainbows and flowers. Like, those are his obstacles. Yeah, the dog is, like, deeply traumatized. Because at first, like, they reveal... They're like, Oh, do you have a name? And he's like, Oh, people have called me like lots of different things And he lists like <laughs> all these like insults. Nasty insults And we would like to shout out Butt Nugget This yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, amazing name it's beautiful. for this dog. I think that's his true identity is butt, butt Nugget. nugget. Yeah. I really think whoever called him that really hit the nail on the head. Um, okay, so back to the most <laughs> depressing backstory. Yeah. So his family, like, really hated him, and they kept trying to, like, get rid of him. Yeah. Um, and he would always just come back, so, like, they would throw him in the dumpster, he would come back, they would, like... Yeah, and he frames it. He's like, my family is full of pranksters, so they pranked me by putting me in a sock and with a rock in it and then dumping me in a river. But it kind of, like, works as, like, a bonding moment with him and the other characters, because previous to that point, they'd been kind of annoyed at him for being, like kind of like perfect and adorable and like cuddly all the time and like why are you so nice like it's so dumb but yeah now they're like oh my god you're just like really traumatized also something a point that i'm confused on right now is how many wishes there are because people are acting like everyone can get a wish they're like yeah. like they're like like all like the dog and the cats are like oh what are you gonna wish for what are you gonna wish for like they'll all get wishes yeah but then if Everyone can get a wish. I don't understand why it's a problem that the other people, like the Bears and um, Big Jack Horner, are also trying to get wishes because they could all just get wishes. Yeah. So I don't really understand what conflict is there if there's just infinite wishes here. I think, like, there isn't actually going to be infinite wishes. Yeah. And then, like, they're going to find that out and it's supposed to be a reveal despite the fact that I assumed that from the beginning. Yeah, I think that there's going to be one wish and Mm -hmm. they're going to have to face, like, a moral dilemma, like... Do I get a wish for myself or do I get a wish for the traumatized dog? Yeah. Because the dog is also like, I don't really want any wishes. So he gets a really, really easy path from the map because the map is like, oh my God, you have such a pure soul. We're going to watch the rest of the movie now. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. We're back. (laughs) It is three quarters through the movie. It's funny because Jack has no, um, I don't know, conscience. So he, like, brings out this... Thing. Jiminy Cricket, right? Oh, it's Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Oh, he brings Jiminy Cricket out of his bag. Like, every time he's like, oh, might as well just kill these people, he's like, you have no value of human life. And he's like, yeah, that's the point. He's a very caricature type of character. Yeah, they never give him, like, really any motivation. They're like, oh, he had a minorly, a little bit sad child. One yeah. time, one bad thing happened to him. Yeah. And now he's just traumatized forever and wants to rule the world. It turns out there is only one wish. Yeah. Which they apparently all knew already. But they were just acting like it there was more than one. Or they're like, oh, like what would your wish be? I don't know. They're being like weirdly non-competitive about it. Like they're yeah. like, Yeah, we're like working together. But like they are competing against each other. They do yeah. all want their own wish to be granted. So it's a little bit of a weird dynamic. Jack Horner yeah. has taken the dog and is like, I'm gonna kill this dog. And Jiminy Cricket's like, that's a. What are you doing? And he's like, yep, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, it's kind of funny though. Yeah, it's funny. And he's killing people by using a crossbow to shoot baby unicorn horns at them. And that's kind of slay. Yeah, not it gonna is lie. Kind of slay. And, and they explode in like confetti. Yeah, it like kills you, but it makes your body explode in confetti and like Which a party. Which is like. I want to go out. <laughs> yeah. That's like, cool. That is cool. Yeah. So they're all having this standoff, and they're, like, trying to kill each other. But basically the cat, like, everyone manages to escape intact. Um, but basically, like, in the standoff, Puss in Boots sees the wolf, which no one else seems to notice. Mm-hmm. And he, like, runs off into the woods and has a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And then the bear shows up and, like, acts as, like, an effective therapy dog. He, like, lies on him, and then they, like, have a heart-to-heart about how the dog shows up what did i say the bear <laughs> not the bear it's <laughs> like what do you mean the bear up? <laughs> no the dog <laughs> shows up <laughs> and they have like a heart-to-heart about how like the reason that like kitty Softpaws and puss and boots had like a falling out is because they were supposed to get married and then puss and boots didn't show up to the wedding yeah and he's like oh like i wasn't supposed to be scared of anything but that was like the one thing i was scared of mm-hmm. commitment and then Kitty Softpaws mm-hmm. reveals that she didn't show up to the marriage either because <laughs> she knew that he wasn't going to show up, and she's like, "Yeah, whatever." And but she's been holding it against him for the entire yeah. Movie. This whole time, she's she's been like, "Oh well, I don't trust you because of Santa Coloma," which is like the church where they're supposed to get married. Yeah. So it's like, what? Like, you did the same thing. But I guess she did knew he, know he wasn't going to show up. Yeah, she knew him well. I don't know why they are going to get married if neither of them even yeah. showed up to the wedding. <laughs> I know. Puss in Boots and Kitty Softpaws makeup. And basically, Puss in Boots touches the map and gets trapped in the cave of lost souls. Which is the last step before you can reach the wishing star. It's like... This cavern that just has a bunch of giant, like, TVs, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, Puss and beats is like, former lives. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's like, like, rocks. It's made of prisms, and, like, on the outside and the inside, and so, like, it's reflecting him. There's, like, a, a screen for each of his nine lives, and they're, like, talking to him, and then he's really small in the middle. So there's like this difference between the old him who was like rowdy and like, oh, like a partier and like didn't really care about like, I don't know, his feelings, I guess, or something. Yeah, they're like they're That's like what they're trying to say. Yeah, they're all larger than life, and they're like drunk, and they're like <laughs> singing, and they're dancing. Yeah, and they're eating gazpacho. <laughs> eating like, gazpacho. Oh yeah, I don't think we mentioned this before. He's obsessed with gazpacho. He's obsessed with gazpacho. He talks about gazpacho all the time. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, well, I gotta go back to the dog and kitty, and they're and they're all like, what? Like the old us like wouldn't have cared about people, and he's like. Yeah, that's fucking dumb. That's why we were miserable and lonely all the time. Yeah, because Puss in Boots walks alone mm-hmm. is what he used to say. But then he's, like, remembering what walking alone would look like. And it's just, like, a really emo scene of him, like, in front of a fire and, like, walking really sadly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you're that sad. Yeah. And then you hear the, the scary little whistle of the wolf. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. Just like that. <laughs> and then the wolf shows up. Mm-hmm. And it turns out he's a metaphor for death. Which kinda which makes sense for sure. Because which we are like he looks exactly like the Grim, Grim Reaper. He looks exactly like the Grim Reaper, but he has like two reefs. Scythes. Reefs? He has like two tiny scythes. <laughs> yeah. Reef? You reap with a scythe. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's two reaps. Um, don't listen to Rebecca. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> um, and like then on one of them, it's like kind of creepy because he's marked off like eight of like Puss in Boots nine lives on it. And he's like I'm just I've been waiting to do the last one because for some reason he just hates Puss in Boots because he's like pissed that he gets nine lives. He's like you he don't even care about death. Like yeah. that's so stupid. Yeah, he's sort of like the threat of mortality. Exactly. Um, like haunting. That he hasn't experienced before. Yes, exactly. He hasn't lived with, like, a normal person. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> exactly. But it's kind of weird because um the wolf was, like, both a metaphor and, like, a real threat. Like, he can actually just, like, straight up kill Puss in Boots. Yeah. So... And he's like, it's your time. <laughs> yeah. You're done, bro. Yeah. And so he was, he, like, showed up in the cave and he, like, chased him out of it. Mm-hmm. And Puss in Boots is, like, freaking out and having a panic attack. And then, when he runs out of the cave, um, Kitty and the dog are there, and they're like, wait, Puss in Boots, and he's, like, running away. Yeah, but he's running towards the wish. Yeah. And And so so they're, like, they think he's abandoning them. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not. He's just... Well, he might be. Because right now, he's, like, staring at this giant... It's literally just a star. Like, it's not even a star, like, like, scientifically accurate star, well, it is obviously, the shape of a star. It's, it's the purple. shape of a star. It's, like, purple and, like, sparkly, which is kind of slay. Mm-hmm. But it's the shape of a star. And I'm like, ugh. I don't know. It's, it's kind of, of iconic, of, though. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, seems like something you would dance on. Like, like one of those glow-up <laughs> dance boards, you know? No. That are, like, in Club Penguin. i never played Club Penguin. Okay. Well, if you played Club Penguin. Or, like, other dance... You know those, like, light-up like things? Like, the or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like, those glowy, like, they're a bunch of squares. And they don't exist in real life. And they don't exist <laughs> in real life. That was the biggest <laughs> lie that I was taught as a child, is I'd be like, I can't wait when I can grow up and go on one of these cool <laughs> dance boards. Mm-hmm. Like, I would always play on them, like, online and, like... Club Penguin, I think. Yeah. This is what a real party looks like. I yeah. can't wait to go to a party in like middle school or something. Mm-hmm. But they don't exist! They don't exist. They it's don't so exist. weird. I know. Like, it's just like these? this invention of video games. Oh, Studio 54 had it. Oh, that explains it. What's Studio 54? Studio 54. In 1977, New York nightclub Studio 54 opened its doors. Frequented by celebrity guests, the club became the place to be. Okay, so that's from a description. Of the, a documentary called Studio Fifty Four from 2018. I want a dance floor, man. <laughs> I want a dance floor. Too. I want a nice dance floor. I want a giant version of you know those like dance dance revolution things. Yeah. Or I don't know if it's dance dance revolution, but, but the ones like that light up with the steps. I want a yeah. giant version of. I feel like that'd be so cool. I know. Julia's a dancer. And then yeah. A <laughs> you can't tell. I like dancing. <laughs> yeah. My this yeah. tangent. Okay. Anyways, she's went, really good at hip hop. Um, Follow her on TikTok where Hello. she does hip hop dances yeah. mm-hmm. and it's iconic. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's break <part> three. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right. See you later, alligator. Okay. Oh, look at that huge. Welcome to, <laughs> the, to the, the podcast. T- Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna go they to sleep just- now. And <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> just been listening to it for the past like. Oh, like, 10, 20 minutes? minutes, half an hour. An hour, (laughs) yeah. What even happened? So we left off and he was on the star by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then they cut to the bear family after that, right? Mm Mm-mm. He's about to make a wish, and Kitty Softpaws is like, I knew I couldn't trust you, and she appears behind him and snatches the wish out of his hand so that he can't make the wish. So he was going to do it. Yeah. He was going to do it. Yeah. Okay, what a traitor. So yeah, he was literally like saying the incantation, which just just like the nursery rhyme, like "Starlight, star bright, first star I see tonight. I wish I may, I wish I might have the wish I mi- I wish tonight." Yeah, um, and he was saying it like as fast as possible because he's running from death. Yeah. So he was gonna make it, but then Keith's soft pause? was like, "You bitch." Yeah. And she took it. Mm-hmm. And then, but then we cut to the bears after that, right? Um. Yes, because the light like shoots up. Because he starts making a wish, and they're, like, talking. Oh, yeah, and then they see the light, and they're like, oh, my gosh, that's somebody making a wish. We should follow that light. Uh-huh. And also, the light shooting up looks like the Netflix, like, <laughs> logo. Like, you know, like, the new Netflix logo? It's, like, the light, like, coalescing to form, like, the red N. Mm-hmm. It looks like the light part of that. Yeah, ever since the beginning. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, it's Netflix. It's Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, um... So then the bears are, like, talking, and they kind of get into an argument, and Goldilocks is like, do you know why I wanted this wish? I want to have a real family, so things would be (laughs) just right. Which is so mean! Yeah. And then just, like, everyone is, like, bullying Baby Bear. It's actually tragic. Baby Bear is iconic, and everyone's just so mean to him. Baby Bear has the best voice, too. Yeah. And he's obsessed with purple trousers, and he really wants a pair of purple trousers. That's, like, his goal in life. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, you're stupid and dumb. And it's really sad. <laughs> it's really sad. Maybe we the best. Yeah. So Goldilocks is like, I hate all of you. You're not my family. <laughs> I wanted to make a wish so you wouldn't be my family. And you were all just helping with that all on. But then the mom is so nice. Yeah. And she's like, if that's what you wish, dear, then we'll help you get it. Which is, like, so nice. Yeah, she's, like, holding back tears. And she's like, you know what? If you'll be happier, then we'll help you achieve That goal. And it's, like, so nice. Because they could die. Like, they don't know what's going to happen once she makes that wish. Mm -hmm. Like, what if they just get replaced with, like, humans? (laughs) Yeah. But. Who knows? And then, like, right around, like, the same time that they find the star, John Horner also finds the star. And he's, like, very pleased with himself. As a reminder, he's going to wish to have all the magic in the world. And -hmm. then just, like, be a tyrant. Yeah. That seems to be his plan. Yeah. So then there's, like, another standoff, sort of, like, before when, um... The dog got kidnapped. Yeah. Um, All of them sort of appear around Kitty and Puss in Boots. Yes. And so then they're all, like, fighting each other to get to the star. And, like, for some reason, like, the, the border of the stars, like, has, like, a wall around it now of light, and it's, like, sucking people into it. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't get it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But, like, Baby Bear almost gets sucked into it, and then, like, Goldilocks ends up saving him. And Instead then, of making a wish. Yeah. And then that ends up, like, being her, like, decision to, you know, keep the family that she's with, who is slay and amazing. Yeah, because basically what's happening is they're all fighting each other to get this map because the map has... I don't know, if you're, like, holding the map, then you can make the wish, basically. Yes. Yeah. So they're all trying to get to the map. hmm So then, like, basically all the bears, like, join forces with um, the cats and the dog. So everyone's just fighting John Horner. And I think it's Goldilocks who ends up tricking him. Because he has this bag. I think we mentioned this before. He has a bag full of, like, magic, like, artifacts that he's using to, like, get to the wish. And it's, like, a bottomless bag. I think mm-hmm. it's, like, Mary Poppins inspired or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's Goldilocks. He tricks him to, like, fall into it or, like, pushes him in or something. And then she, like, closes it. So then he can't get out. But then Death shows up. And this time everyone can hear, like, the whistle. And like Yeah. What the fuck? So Death. it's, like, actually a physical embodiment of Death. Like, he wasn't hallucinating or whatever. Death is actually a person who wants to kill. Apparently, yeah. Boots. And so they have, like, a fight and he's, like... They kind of do the whole thing before where he's like, are you going to run like a coward? Or are you going to, like, pick up, like, your weapon and fight me? Because before, when they were, like, fighting at the very beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. um, Puss in Boots drops his sword, and Death is like, pick it up. And instead, he, like, shuts himself in the bathroom and, like, climbs to the toilet. So. in a That's, like, me and... Um, one time I w- I participated in the science fair and there was like this thing that the science fair kids would do before you went to state like it was like a thing where you would go with like these new judges and like they would judge your your poster and, and like give you tips but I was just like so I was like I can't do it. I can't do it. I don't want to do it and I just like I just went into the bathroom and just like stayed in there until Aww. it was over. It's so sad. I know yeah it's okay though mm-hmm. okay. i did not end up going because yeah. i like threw, threw up yeah. a lot before i went Aww. yeah <laughs> you might have been a science champion yeah so true it's, it's Julia's okay his last career yep science fair brilliant genius yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> okay <laughs> one from the bathroom yeah so this time, because Puss in Boots hasn't had his sword this whole time because he dropped it before he ran in the bathroom, mm-hmm. the wolf has it and he drops it in front of him he's like, pick it up and like fight me. Like, don't be a coward this time. Uh-huh. And Puss in Boots is like, all right, bitch. <laughs> and then, because <laughs> he's had character growth. That's how you know he's had character growth. Well, yeah, his whole life flashes before his eyes again, but then... Now his life has good memories in it. So mm-hmm. he's like, I have something to fight for. Yeah. Basically. And so he, like, is fighting death, and he's, like, kind of winning, but you can't really beat death. Yeah. You know? And so he, like, makes, like, death drop his weapons a few times, but, like, that's not going to be permanent. But then he, like, says to death, like, I know I can't beat you, but I'm going to keep fighting you, like, for as long as I can. hmm Like, I don't want to die. hmm And then literally, death just gets so pissed off that he's, like a decent person now and like (laughs) is like oh it's not fun to play with you anymore yeah you're actually a good person and i don't want to kill you yeah because he's not like arrogant anymore i guess yeah so like oh you have character development now i can't kill you and so he kind of just like huffs off he like stomps away and it's like fine i won't kill you enjoy your life yeah um like, thank you i will thank you i will (laughs) (laughs) but then um big john horner Eats, like, one of those things from, like, Alice in Wonderland, like, one of those foods that make you really big. And it's actually from Through the Looking Glass, but, you know, I won't nitpick. Well... (laughs) They never actually say it's from from Alice in Wonderland in the movie. So, I'm nitpicking myself, actually. Yeah. (laughs) 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 That was, like, a nitpick of a nitpick. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So... He eats it and he like gets really big and now he can like climb out of the bag. Mm-hmm. And so he climbs out of the bag and he's giant. He's yeah, he's giant. And he like grabs the map and he's like about to make the wish. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already a big man, yes. but he's like actually a giant. Yeah, and he's like he's like, holding like fucking this- huge. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, like fuck- he's like well, you know, he's like a giant giant. Yeah, you know? he's like a giant giant. And he's holding this tiny little map in his like giant hand. Yeah, he got the map. Mm-hmm. And then um, the dog. Like goes and and does puppy eyes on him, which is the first time he's ever succeeded. Because whenever he's tried to do like the cute eyes that the cats do all the time before, he kind of just is shit at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he. It like, looks like he's like constipated or like having a hernia. <laughs> so like yeah. at first, like Jack is like, "Are you okay? Like what's going on?" Because he looks like he's dying, and then he's like, "Oh, yeah, but so then cute. he succeeds." But then yeah. he's like, "Ha ha ha, don't you know I'm dead inside?" That's his exact quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then the dog is like oh, I was just distracting you from team friendship yeah from team friendship that's what they're called and then I think like I don't even know I think the bears are the ones who launch Puss in Boots and Kitty into the air and they do this trick that they've done previously in the movie where they have a sword mm-hmm. and they're fighting a giant and they like wedge the sword under the giant's fingernails which is true that's fucking disgusting so, and it would hurt so much yeah no it's from the first the first battle with the giant. Yeah, um, at the very beginning of the movie when he wakes it up with the fireworks. So it's a nice reference to the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it's a callback. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, my hands. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. So, so then that, like, hurts, obviously. Yeah. So he drops the map. And then, like, Goldilocks, and, like, Kitty, like Boots. Yeah, everyone kind of just grabs a corner and pulls. And pulls and rips it mm-hmm. so that nobody can use it because nobody should have a wish. I'm like, couldn't you do something that's like ethically good for everyone, like I know. ending world hunger or something? I feel like, like in this it circumstance, it makes yeah. sense because they're trying to do it very quickly. But yeah, I feel like if they had had more time, I hope that they would have done something better than just rip it up. Yeah, um, because you don't have to just wish for yourselves, people. You can wish for other people. So true. Um, but anyways, they're like all happy because like, wow, we all got what we want, and. I think, like, what even happens to Big John Horner? Um, Basically, when they rip the map, the star cracks too. And so it all crumbles. They're all standing on this giant star and it's all crumbling. Um, And they kind of, like, I guess they, like, leap off in time. And Jack is, like, he sinks in the star. And then it just, like, explodes into a bunch of little stars in the sky. And they're like, wow, it's so pretty. Um, okay, so R.I.P. Jack Hor- John. Jack? Oh, wait. Was his name Jack the It's whole Jack. Time? It's Jack. Okay, yeah, R.I.P. Jack. Jack Horner. <laughs> we just kept calling him John the whole time. Okay, that's okay. he has the same name. It's because he's voiced by John Mulaney. So. Oh, that's why. And then Goldilocks and her family like walks off, and they're like, yeah, we're going to take over the pie factory now. Mm-hmm. Woo! Mm-hmm. Oh, and we forgot, like, the last piece of the map. Um, Jiminy Cricket Steals. And then burns it with the Phoenix. Cause he's like, fuck you, Jack Horner. Cause he gave up on Jack Horner ever being moral. Yeah. So fuck you, Jack so, Horner. Yeah. So Jiminy Cricket slayed yeah. in the end. He did. He was actually he was pretty He was slay the, yeah, really the whole time. He was really yeah. slay the whole time. He was like an amazing character. Yeah. Um, and then they're all looking at the stars and puss and boots and Kitty Softpaws, and Kitty Soft Paws, I always forget name. Are like I think she's like, oh, like, don't you want a wish or something? Oh, she's, oh, she's like, sorry you didn't get your wish. Oh, and he's like, oh, the only wish that I could ever have would be spending the rest of my life with you. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. she's like, well, and so romantic. And then the fucking dog shows up and is like, yeah, but, you know, it's okay. We, like, realize that he has, like, in the dynamic, he's, like, their son, which is really fucking weird. It's really weird. But whatever. And then, like, we should name you, which is also weird. Also weird. But I guess it makes sense if he's their son, but he's not their son. So. Yeah, so it's weird. And they've been calling him Perito the whole time. And she's so. like, I'm going to be called Perito because that's what my friends call me. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay. And then, like, Goldilocks and all their bears are happy. Anyways, happy endings for everyone. Happy endings. And then, like, the very last scene is the dog and the cat's. On like a boat that they stole from the governor whose mansion they stole at the beginning of the movie, and then they're like wearing <laughs> like, eat big- the rich, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're wearing big fluffy wigs, uh-huh. and they're like sailing away, and they're like, where should we go? And they're like, have adventures, make meet old friends, like M- you know, be cool, yeah, and then they sail away, and that's the whole movie. Yeah, I kind of love. I didn't realize it for a while, but I like that it's like set in old actually no i guess i did realize that because it was fairy tale land it's very yeah. like not really set in time but it's definitely not but set in modern it is time. kind of right because the leeches thing i feel like that yeah. isn't that a specific time period where they did that yeah there Blood are letting. but it wasn't like there wasn't a consistent time period they changed oh, the time really like, oh i didn't know it's just like, oh it's old yeah that's what they were going for okay it's old okay. it's just like everything you associate with like old europe yeah, is what they put in the movie. Okay, so it's not a specific. So commentary. it's just an amalgamation just of just old Europe culture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and bears yeah. who are like they seem like the the little bear seems like he should be in a rap song. What was that one yeah. thing that he said? He was, like, slaying baby <gasps> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the criming thing? Yeah. He's, he's like, like, we just crimed you. You can't crime us you back. You can't crime us back. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. that could be, like, a, a lyric. Like, that slaps. Yeah, no, He was We're super slaying. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. Do your rap, Julia. No. <laughs> oh my God, my <laughs> <phone>. <laughs> I got up. I He was like, wait, he said something before, too. He was like... I love purple trousers. I love purple trousers. No, we just cram you. <laughs> you can't, can't cram us back. That's whack. Yeah. <laughs> back, bro. Woo. Whoa. Such so bars. good. So. <laughs> What's that English? Um, the genre. Drill. Drill. Yeah. Yeah. He should be a drill rapper. Mm-hmm. I he should. Yeah. I could totally see it. I could see it. Mm-hmm. He had the style too. He had like a gold chain. Yeah. It's like, and it way. had like silverware hanging off from it, or like something. Yeah. It was really cool. It was really cool. Anyways, (laughs) support Baby Bear's career. Baby Bear, yeah. Yeah. Baby Bear on SoundCloud. (laughs) Exactly. Look him up. Look him up. He's slang. Yeah. Okay. Um, Should we, like, do the review thing now? Yeah. Might as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I rate the movie. Let me think? Do you want to rate it first, or do you want to also think? Wait, I also... um... What was in this movie? There were swords. Mm-hmm. There were maps. Cute eyes. There were cute eyes. There were past lives. Ooh, I'll read it out of lives. I oh. called dibs on lives. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't believe it. That's so good. <laughs> wow. <Whoa. laughs> okay. All right. Okay, I read it. Six out of nine lives. All right. Maybe seven. Six and a half out of nine lives. Cats get nine lives. Whoa! Yeah, I rate it two out of three wishes because even though there's one wish, <laughs> yeah, usually you get three. You usually you get three wishes. Yeah. yeah. So, slay it's a pretty good movie. We recommend it. Yeah, and it's like it's for like what it was exactly. It's fun. <laughs> I think like the reviews that we read that it could be a little bit scary for kids are honestly correct. If I had watched this movie when I was a kid, I would have been like running, screaming, and like to be fair. I was an extremely sensitive kid. I don't think there are a lot of kids who are more sensitive than me, me to like scary movies. <laughs> I was very scared of movies <laughs> too. No, I know, but like, yeah, we were. I don't know. We were if, weak children. <laughs> <laughs> if I had like seen like that wolf, I if I had honestly seen any of the villains when I was like a kid, I would have been fucking terrified. The wolf was genuinely scary. Yeah, like if you saw this adult, you're like slay, like. <laughs>
1: This is really, like,
0: cool, creepy stuff. No, he was really cool. But, like... He was scary. Yeah. The little sing song was, like, really scary. Mm Mm-hmm. He just had really creepy vibes. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Kind of, like, creepy vibes. He he was, like, a little bit creepy. Yeah. But, obviously, it is a kid's movie. Mm -hmm. So, I assume that there are children out there who will not be traumatized by it. That's true. (laughs) But we would have been. We would have (laughs) been. We would have been traumatized. (laughs) Um. Yeah, there was, like, a little bit of inconsistency with the animation that at first I found a little bit annoying, but it's actually just during the action scene, so it's kind of cool. Like, it adds, like, a different change of pace that kind of grabs your attention. But sometimes it's kind of annoying, to be honest. So. Yeah. There are definitely some scenes where I noticed, like, different sort of styles of animation sort of mapped on top of each other. Yeah. And it was a little bit odd. <laughs> also, they always had transitions where, like, it was a silhouette of a character and then, like, another scene like within the silhouette like the transition like imagine like the walking scene oh yeah i remember that that was really epic yeah that was kind of cool yeah they had a lot actually i was like okay i only used that one time oh (laughs) but apparently julie's just more (laughs) observant than me so wow i don't know you were focusing on like what was happening i didn't take any notes so that's true. I, I, mean, was taking, I, yeah. I took three pages of notes. You took a lot of notes. I took notes in the beginning, and then I was like, meh. Most of my notes are pretty stupid. <laughs> you remember more details than me. Though. I would just write down, like, About, like random lines of dialogue I liked. No, yeah, that's good. Jack Horner was kind of slay, actually. Yeah.
1: One of my he notes is just butt flush. nugget. <laughs> so was mine.
0: Yeah. It's <laughs> a really good note. <laughs> it's really important. Actually, yeah, so when the dog is called Perito, mm-hmm. we want to actually protest that. Yeah, we would like to petition Pedrito to actually be called Butt Nugget. Yeah, because that's his true soul name. Mm-hmm. That's like you know how like fairies have like names that like people call them and their true names, and if they you know they tell someone their true name, it gives mm-hmm. people power over them. Mm-hmm. Butt Nugget is, is his that true dog's true name. name. Yeah. So so just so you guys know. Just so you guys know. <laughs> now you can control him. <laughs> um, what else in the movie? The love was, like, I don't know, maybe it was because, like, we haven't seen the other two movies, but, like... It, it was, was just dumb. It felt <laughs> like very watching abrupt. It, I was, like... It felt very abrupt. Like, from the yeah. very first scene, you could tell that they were sort of, like, previous love interests, that mm-hmm. this was, like, a thing that was, like, happening, yeah. and they were, like, flirting with each other. Yeah. But it didn't really feel like there was, like, that much development in their relationship throughout the movie. and. Yeah. It, I don't know. Like, I love cheesy stuff. Like, I love rom-coms and, like, romance novels and all that stuff. And, like, the romance in this was, like, making me, like, barf. Like, it was, like, too much. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah, like, she, like, fell in love with him again when she was cutting his nasty beard (laughs) on a river with a knife. Like, what? And when he was, like, deciding to fight death, there was, like, this montage of, like, all the moments they had together. And they were just all so terrible. Like, it was just, like, so bad. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, none of them were actually, like, moving moments. They were all just, like, them, like, smiling cutely with a dog. (laughs) Yeah. Their son, the dog. But Nugget. the past, like, ten days. Yeah. He was, like, when he was, like, thinking about his life, he's like, oh, my current life. But, like, your current life has lasted, like, a month, bro. (laughs) He's, yeah. like, he's like, I want to preserve this life that I've built. And it's like, like, I get that. I get, like, hoping for something better in the future. But <laughs> what has, like, you haven't been living very long in this no. life. No. You know? Yeah. All right. Um, Is there so, anything else? I think that's pretty good. I think we nice. should wrap it up. All right. Welcome to the challenge portion of our episode. Mm-hmm. Julia will be teaching me about Death Note, apparently. Yes, I've decided for this challenge portion that I <laughs> am indoctrinating Rebecca <laughs> into the cult that is Death Note. <laughs> Maybe I'll be indoctrinated. Maybe. Okay. I'm going to talk about like the background information um, and the basic setup of the show. Um, so if you don't know, Death Note's an anime And basically, we start out by looking at the Shinigami realm, um, (laughs) which is, Rebecca's like giving me like a death stare because she's like, what (laughs) did you get me into? I promise. It's just a little bit of backstory. It's like when you you first start reading a fantasy novel Mm -hmm, and they list a bunch of random words Mm -hmm. and you're just like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. But I'm explaining them. I'm explaining them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're Shinigamis, and basically, they're death gods and, like, spirits in, like, Japanese, like, folklore. And they are, it's, like, in a different realm. Like, picture, like, heaven, but, like, really barren and, like, nasty, and, like, it's just a bunch of, like, dudes, like, gambling. So, like, hell. So, like, hell, but it's, like, all gray, and it's just, like, depressing. Mm -hmm. Um, So the Shinigamis each have a notebook um, in which they can kill people. And the reason that they kill people in this book is so that they can extend their lifespan. Is it a book? It's a notebook. Okay. So they each have a notebook. Mm -hmm. And if they write like a name of a person, that person Mm -hmm. dies. Okay. And they do it so that they can extend their lifespan. Oh, oh, oh. It like feeds them. Yeah, basically. Okay. So we're focusing on one Shinigami whose name is Ryuk. And he's basically just like really bored. Because he doesn't like gambling. He's like, ah, oh, all these people in here are rotten. I hate them. Um, he's, he's not done. like the other Shinigami. He's, he's not like the other girls. Yeah. He's different. So he drops the book into the human realm. Because he's oh, like, wow. we want to spice things up. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm bored. It is spicing things up. It is spicing things up. It starts a whole show. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. So the other character we have is... This bitch, <laughs> he's the main character, but he's, a, he's insane, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. His name is Light Yagami. He's also bored. <laughs> so they're, like, both bored, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like, I, I hate this world, you know? Mm-hmm. They're both emo. Yeah. And so he's, like, sitting in high school. He's a high school student. Mm-hmm. He's really smart, so yeah. he's, like, really bored in class. Yeah. And he's just, like, looking out the window, and he sees his book just, like, drop from the sky. And he's like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. And so then after class, he goes, and he, like, picks it up, and it's, like, it's called Death Note. And he looks at it, and he flips the page open, and there's, like, a bunch of rules. And it says, the human whose name is written in this note shall die. This note will not take effect unless the writer has the person's face in their mind. All these rules, Mm -hmm. basically, about, like, how to kill a person with this book. (laughs) And he's like, if you saw this book, you'd be like, um... Let's burn it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's you'd giving, be like that. It's giving. It's giving. Um, um, cult. It's, it's giving It's giving Lord Voldemort's um, diary. <laughs> yeah. Um, Robert's diary, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, basically, he thinks that it's like chain mail. He's like, okay, this is like a funny thing that people wrote, like, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And he's like about to leave it. But then he's like, but what if it works? And so then he takes it what if i could kill somebody what if i could kill somebody exactly (laughs) that's why it's like enticing to him he's like Mm -hmm. this could be interesting and so (laughs) he's insane (laughs) so he takes it back to his room like locks the door and he's like okay he looks at the news there's like a hostage situation and there's like like a suspect Mm -hmm. um and there's like the name of the suspect and like it shows the face because one of the instructions on the book is you have to know the face of the person and then write the name down. And that way you can't, like, kill multiple people with the same name. Mm, that makes sense. And then within 40 seconds of writing the person's name, <laughs> then they'll die. So he, okay. like, looks at the clock and he's like, writes the person's name down. And then within 40 seconds, like, the hostage situation like, all the children, like, run out of, like, the classroom, mm-hmm. and, like, they're, like, he died of a heart attack, and he's, like, oh, what the heck, and so then he's, like, okay, like, maybe it works, and he tests it out again, and it, like, works, and then he just, like, writes a bunch of criminal names, yeah. and he, like, kills mm-hmm. all of them, mm-hmm. um, and questionable, but it's really okay. questionable, but he, like, <laughs> believes in, like, this is the thing about light, is he, like, is the son of a police officer, Ooh. so he's, like... He really believes in the system. He really believes mm-hmm. in the system, which is, like, okay, there's, like, many, like, things about that that could be, like, kind of um, sketchy and, like, because, mm-hmm. like, what if people are wrongly convicted? Mm-hmm. Like, what if... Like, you know, like, he doesn't weigh in what they do at all. Like, he's just, mm-hmm. like... Usually, like, the people that he kills are, like, really bad... Like, he kills, like, terrorists, rapists, murderers, but... He still doesn't like take in the situation at all. He just yeah. like he's just like writing people's names. And like it progresses <laughs> to, to him. Ham. Just, yeah, he goes ham. <laughs> yeah. And then so then he like realizes he's like, I could change the world. Like he's kind of insane. Yeah, he's giving vigilante justice. Yeah. Like for one second, he's like, wait, I'm taking people's lives too lightly. Like, I shouldn't be doing this. But then like, <laughs> it's like in like the first episode or something. Yeah. And he has one moment <laughs> of like humanness, humanity. <laughs> and then he's just like, no, somebody has to do it. Somebody has to do it. He's like, I will be the god of the new world. Oh, god. So he's, like, trying to create a new world mm-hmm. where, like, there's only good people in it, quote-unquote. Yeah. And so Very it's like giving Hitler. So that's his goal. And so that's pretty much... What are, like, his standards? Are you into that? His of, like, standards bad people. of bad people. Mm-hmm. He basically just kills, like... Like I said, like, rapists, terrorists, murderers. But then it progresses to just anybody who stands in the face of Kira, which is the name that he gives himself as the new god of the world. See, So he yeah. just starts killing everybody. Like, yeah. And the other big element of the show is, oh, I forgot to say, Ryuk, like, flies down to the human world because mm-hmm. he has wings. He's, like, kind of slay. But yeah. he also looks really creepy, too. He has, like, big Big eyes. Whoa! Um, Whoa. <laughs> Wait, it looks like the hide from Wednesday. He, he does look like the hide. He's mm-hmm. like he's kind of slay, though. He has like this cool earring. Yeah, and he's kind of funny. Slay. He just like does whatever. So he's there. And then this is I'm just like showing the yeah Rebecca some cool pictures I- images. Yeah, we can post them on our Instagram too. Yeah, and then we have our lovely, lovely boy L. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He's also kind of insane. He has fucking huge eyes. Yeah. But he's, like, the most successful. Like, he's the best detective in the entire world, mm, basically. Okay. And, like, there's a bunch of other really good detectives, and they're all him. Um, <laughs> so he has a bunch of okay. different alter egos, and it's just all him. So he's, like, a genius. And he, since Kira is, like, it's this new, like, wave that's happening with Light just, like, killing everybody. He decides, like, he only wants to kill people with heart attacks so that people know that there's somebody passing judgment. Mm-hmm. Like, there's right, just a yeah. bunch of random criminals who are dying from heart attacks for no reason. So he's, mm-hmm. like, I want to make my statement. Yeah. And so then Elle... Yeah, I know, right? It's, like, stupid. Yeah. But L is, like, okay, I gotta stop this. I want to hop on this case. Yes. And he's, like, not affiliated with, like, police or whatever. But he kind of, like, the police are, like, can we work with you? And he's, like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. So he, like... Kind of works with them, but the police. There's like some tension there because mm-hmm. they kind of don't like him because they don't they don't think he trusts them because yeah he won't show his face to anybody. Like mm-hmm. he's like really secretive. He's a voice changer. Like <laughs> <laughs> like nobody knows who this guy is. Yeah, but he's just he has like connections and stuff, and he can he's really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, so he the whole show is basically him trying to figure out who Kira is. So, how does everyone? How do people know his name's Kira? Okay, so actually. I forgot this detail and I like mixed it up with something else in the show, but the way that people get to know Kira is actually just because they made up the name for him. Yeah. So people eventually know Kira and then Kira gets a bunch of supporters because they're like, Kira is making the world safer. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of crazy. There's like a whole TV show that's like surrounds Kira. Um, there's like this moral dilemma because the police are like, wait, it is kind of making the world safer. And mm-hmm. then, but they're like, no, it's not good. And then Light actually starts working with the police, <laughs> which is kind of crazy because he's like, yeah, like, I, I really want to figure out who Kira is to his dad. And then he starts working with them so that he knows what the police are doing. And yeah, that's pretty much the start of it. And then there's also this other girl, Misa, who is like one of the Kira fans, but she's like mm-hmm. super obsessed with Kira. And so she also has a death note. is how like, get it? <laughs> okay. Okay. It's sorry. Like sorry. sorry. I wouldn't say. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. one of the questions. That's a good. Yeah. That's yeah. a good. That's a good question. Though. <laughs> here, there you go. Um, and she like is also fake here on TV because he's like he sometimes he uses TV to like talk to L. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very romantic. <laughs> <laughs> but she has this thing called uh, Shinigami eyes, which is like if you give up half of the rest of your life, you can see people's names. Like, their true name. Yeah. And their lifespan. So it's, like, kind of cracked. Mm -hmm. So, like, you only have to see people's face to kill people, basically. Yeah. So she, like, meets him. And then he is, like, why don't you be my girlfriend? And she's, like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so he just uses her for her eyes. So it's kind of not Slay. But she is Slay. Yeah. She's, like, really Slay. Misa is, like, amazing. She's a pop star. Whoa. Okay, so basically... I'm reading off a doc to like read the challenge questions and I scrolled down and <laughs> we saw this like really funny quote from Light Yagami. Yeah, this is what he always says. I am righteous. I am the hero who's liberating people from fear. I'm the savior who's going to be a god of this perfect new r- world. Really oh, creepy. I see, yeah. Okay. Totally normal stuff to say. I say that every day in year. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I'll exactly. be the god of this new world. <laughs> exactly. Kind of slay. All right. So there's so many things that happen in this show, but we're just focusing on like on this like specific scenario kind of that happens. <laughs> so the first question is. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> you are ready? I'm ready. L figures out that Light is a suspect. He installs cameras throughout Light's house to observe him. How does Light figure out that there might be someone spying on him? A, he moves his door handle into a weird position so that when it's normal, he knows someone went in his room. B. Wait, what did he do? He installed cameras? Okay. Yeah, so he has, like, cameras all around the house, and there's so many cameras, like, everywhere. Okay. Yeah, he, like, taps the house, um, because he's, like, wants to investigate. Like, yeah. He wants proof. The thing about L is that he, like... He's like the opposite of light. Like he's super, like morally, like morally good. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he like he doesn't want to like arrest anybody who's like could possibly be innocent. Like he wants to mm-hmm. know one hundred percent. So yeah. he's always like, oh, like I think that like ninety nine point five percent like light is cure, but I don't know. Like I don't mm-hmm. have exact proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so he okay B. He routinely accesses the security footage from the police department because he works there. Mm-hmm. Um. When he's at school, so he noticed his dad putting traps in his house. C, he put paper in his door so that it would fall when someone entered it. D, at dinner, his mom seems angry that his father won't trust them, and he said and says her privacy has been invaded, but won't say why. Okay. It seems, okay, I'm leaning towards D at this point. Mm-hmm. Because A, it doesn't make sense if they're only spying on him with cameras. Mm-hmm. Because that's just, yeah, that's just if someone, like, went into his room. Yeah. Let's see. B. Wait, so is his, I thought he was working with his dad. So is his mm-hmm. dad working also against him with L? Yeah. Yes. Okay. But then, doesn't his dad know that his son is the suspect? Especially if he's putting mm-hmm. cameras in his own house. hmm His okay. dad knows. His dad knows. That his son is a suspect. I see. They don't tell him. I see. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, C also only makes sense if someone's actually going... Which, like, both could... Like, someone could be going into his room. But... Mm -hmm. Okay, I think it's B, because he's always bored at school. Okay. Yeah, it's A. So... Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I kind of try to make it, like, look stupid. But he, like... Like, he doesn't actually know that it's wiretapped at all, but he's mm-hmm. just, like, overthinks everything. Yeah. And he, like, has thought that this could be a possibility for a long time. So, when he leaves his room, like, mm-hmm. his door handle use- usually goes up to a certain position and he, like, moves it down. Yeah. So, he's like, I knew somebody was in my room. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two. How does Light manage to kill people in order to prove him wrong? So, like... Well, not once he's entered his room, but, like, in the period where he's being spied on in his house. Yeah. Like, he knows he's being spied on, and he wants to, like, kill someone as Kira. hmm So, it seems like he couldn't have done it. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> A, he has his girlfriend, Misa, the fake Kira, kill for him. B, he hides a screen broadcasting the news in a bag and pretends to do homework. C, he makes a deal with the Shinigami where Ryuk kills a criminal for him if he gives him a year of his life. D, he writes all the names in advance and sets specific times for each person to die. Okay. I mean, it could be A, because he's an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He literally is an asshole. You got that so right. (laughs) I mean, B makes sense because he's just writing in a notebook, but... Yeah. Then if anyone saw his notebook... Yeah. ...it'd be pretty obvious he wasn't doing homework. Okay, maybe C, because that's, like, very much, like, cult behavior, and that seems to be going on here. Mm Mm-hmm. D, it has to be in 40 seconds, so I don't think that's it. Okay. Oh, wait, I forgot. Okay, so it's 40 seconds, like, if you don't write, like, specifically, like, when, like, because okay. you okay. can write okay. details, okay. so you can, you can do that. Okay. Simple. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say D, I guess, because mm-hmm. that seems pretty easy. Okay, so, it is B. Okay. <laughs> But the thing is, I made this really hard because he does actually do D, like, at some point, mm-hmm. And he also does A at some point. Okay, so there's this really funny scene where he's, like, <laughs> he's eating potato chips. Mm-hmm. So it's a potato chip bag. Yeah. And he has the screen in the bag. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> Like, oh my god! This is the funniest. Thing. So basically, yeah. okay. So basically, I just showed Rebecca this scene where he's like hiding him writing names from L, and mm-hmm. he's like, "I'll take a potato chip and eat it." It's like this famous mm-hmm. scene. <laughs> it like sparkles when he like eats the potato chip. He eats the potato chip, and then there's like sparkles, and he's like, oh! and there's just really dramatic music. It's like doo doo doo, and so he's like. <laughs> he has, like it's like gothic like classical music yeah yeah okay sway. so so that's like the whole show is like that's so dramatic Mm but i love it okay anyways (laughs) how did l find out kira's location in the first place okay so a he visits the houses of the suspects who are people who have access to the police information meaning mr yongami who's light's dad so just like He's visiting the houses of anybody who he's, he's like, son kind of seems like a serial killer. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that, sir? Have you ever noticed that? <laughs> he's kind of like, but he's, like, really good at acting. It's, like, really mm-hmm. scary, so. Um, B, he tracked the location of all the crimes, and they were, like, centered around his city, and he was able mm-hmm. to go from there. C, he broadcasts only to Japan, so that when Kira spawns and attacks his body double on TV, he knows that Kira lives in Japan, and then... He, like, investigates the Japanese police. D, has suspected that the killer was immature but smart, so he investigated some of the top-performing high school students' houses. Light was the top student in his class. Okay. It seems like it could be A, but then it would just kind of be random to, like, see the guy and be like, yeah, maybe that's Kira. <laughs> so, <laughs> it doesn't really make that much sense. Uh-huh, Maybe. Okay, so, yeah, B would just be he was only killing people in his city. It mm-hmm. seems like he's, like... I mean, okay, on one hand, he could... He's probably pretty stupid. Yeah. Well, he's, like, smart, but, he's like, like smart serial but killers dumb. are dumb. You yeah, know? exactly. So, he's, like... So, yeah, he was, like, oh, I'm gonna be the god of the world, but really, he's just, like, killing people in his city. That seems plausible, but... <laughs> It would yeah. be pretty dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, okay. Like, God, my world, <laughs> which is my <laughs> house. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. See? Okay. It seems like that, narrowing it down to a country, honestly, doesn't seem that helpful. Mm-hmm. Because that's a big fucking place. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then D. D seems pretty likely. That he was just, like, investigating high school students. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, serial killers are stupid, so he's like, this is probably a fucking teenager. Yeah. Um. Okay. D, I guess? I'll give you, like, half. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, okay, I realize, yeah, this one's kind of hard, because technically it's C, so... He, like, is having this, like, technological, like, war with, like, Kira online. And, like, he only broadcasts to Japanese television and then Kira Mm -hmm. responds, so he knows that he lives in Japan. Yeah. And then, like, he knows that he has access to, like, police information from, like, some other thing that he did. Mm -hmm. And then he's able to, like, narrow it down from there. So... Light and L are the top scores of their school and give a speech at graduation. How does Light figure out that the student he gave a speech with is L? Okay, so L's a fucking high schooler too. Yeah, L is also a high school student, but he's like a master detective. <laughs> okay. You're like this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so A. L mentions the video cameras at his house, which only L and his father would know about. B, e, and that's like when they're like they're sitting in the audience like after the speech. Okay. B. Light looks at him and realizes this man has probably never been outside in his life. He mentions that he works with the police and he connects the dots. C. Light believes that someone who he tied scores with must have a similar level of wit and therefore is likely L. D. L says that he knows everything about Light and that he is L. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like it's A because you gave extra details about when that happened. Oh. That wasn't in the answer? Okay, Maybe. Uh-huh. I don't know, no, but that it's, all, it's fucking... all happening when they're on, in the audience. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. okay. They have a conversation when they're in the audience. Okay. Yeah. A sounds really stupid. Yeah. Like, if L is smart, I hope yeah. it's not A or D. So, <laughs> I think it's C because B sounds like a joke. <laughs> yeah, it is a joke. Okay. She <laughs> literally <laughs> it looks like he's never been outside in his life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it's okay. C. Okay. he's like, oh, only someone who's as smart as me could possibly know who I am. That is very odd character. However, it's D. He literally just turns to him and he's like, "I think it would be interesting for the investigation if you know that I'm L." Because he's huh? like, "Don't you work with like the police?" And and mm-hmm. Light is like, "Yes." And then he's like, "I'm L." And oh, Light so is he like, went to see his reaction. Oh, yeah, and yeah. so then he overthinks it and he's like, "Oh, but if he knows that I'm Kira, he would know that I would react this way." So then he's like, "Oh, I'm very impressed um, that you're L." And it's like, "Yeah." <laughs> it's like um an interesting interaction but yeah i was like when he said that i was like bro like literally why would you say that if you think he's Kira? because he could literally just just kill kill you you. yeah because in the high school graduation like they announce your real name (laughs) this dumb bitch but light literally doesn't kill him because he's like if i kill l then everybody would know that i'm kira but It kind of seems like he wants people to know that he's Kira, because how are you supposed to be the god of the new world if no one knows who the fuck you are? Well, yeah, because he wants to seem like he's, like, supernatural, like an actual god. I see. But you don't actually get any power, then. He's just going to be, like, keeping a high school student who kills people. Yeah. It's not actually materially gaining any power. No, he's really not. (laughs) He's really not. (laughs) He's not the brightest cookie. All right. So why does Misa have the death note? You asked this earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, A... Ryuk has been hiding a second death note from God. He sees potential in Misa like he did in Light because she she's like the biggest fan of Kira. And he gives her a book. Mm-hmm. B. Another Shinigami falls in love with her and gives her the book so she can be friends with him. C. Another Shinigami drops a book literally, <laughs> literally on her head. And then she almost doesn't take it. But she's like, this is so aesthetic. It's so goth. And then she takes it um d the shinigami are her fans and send one to bring it to her so that she can visit them <laughs> okay she misa just sounds really iconic so i She's feel like it could be slayed. all of them i know <laughs> um, i feel like a seems like like it seems like in character for yuk but yeah maybe i feel like it's not as good though i don't want it to be that one it's not a sleigh. okay <laughs> so I feel like B and D are pretty similar, but D is better. Okay. <laughs> I know. Okay. And then C, I don't know. I feel like the fact that you thought that one is funny means that the, it's <laughs> the one that happened. So I'm going to say it's C. Okay. No, I made it up. Oh, okay. I just okay. think that I'm funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it A? Uh, No. Oh. Yeah. Is it D. No. Oh, it's Sweet. the one that I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I just, like, have really good, like, writing skills. Yeah. yeah I kind of went ham on these questions, so they're, like, mm-hmm. really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, All of them are so incredibly possible. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So Ryuk actually does, he did hide a second death note from God. So you're oh, right. That okay. is in character for Ryuk. Mm-hmm. But he, like, doesn't give for the book. Mm-hmm. It's actually just a Shinigami who's, like. In love with her because he's like a fan, mm-hmm. and then he just like gives her the book because mm-hmm. he's like, I want Misa to be friends with me. Like, I want, <laughs> um, <Whoa. laughs> yeah. So, all right, so later in the book, like, Light is a lot older at this in point, oh, yeah. In the show, <laughs> it's also manga to be fair, yeah, 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 but yeah, later in the show, he has just been in the Kira investigation because they, like, ruled him out as a suspect and he's just been, like, throwing them off for years. But I forget what happens, but, like, L's like, I just get the vibe that you're Kira. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so he locks him in a cell Mm -hmm. um, to prove that he's Kira so that if there's no killing with, like, a heart attack, it'll prove that he's Kira. Kira. So what does Light do to prove his innocence in that time period? A... He relinquishes ownership of the notebook so that he forgets everything. That's, like, a part of the death notebook. Like, if Mm -hmm. you say, like, you don't want to use it anymore, you forget everything, you forget that Shinigamis exist. B, since the other Shinigami loves Misa, she convinces him to kill people while Light is imprisoned. C, since he had a few murders lined up, Light seems innocent. L lets him out but insists on being handcuffed to him just in case. (laughs) D, Misa fakes her death and kills for him so that it seems like she isn't, like, an, a suspect. Okay. I feel like A would be really cool. hmm I feel like that'd be a really good development in the story. hmm I really want that to happen. I feel like that'd be really epic. Okay. Okay. I don't understand why Misa wouldn't be a suspect in B. Because it's still just people dying. Yeah. Um, I mean, C makes sense. It seems like he's just killing people all the time. So I just wanted to be because That seems really hardcore and awesome. He does. It's right. Like, got it right. <laughs> 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 Impossible questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you got it right though. It's such a good plot twist. No, yeah, it's really cool. Like he just he like sets up a plan with Misa so that she'll like give it back to him and he'll remember stuff later. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the handcuff thing actually does happen later so, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. For like forever. Just, like, I, like I can't not hold hands. What I know about? I know. It's so funny. Um, what does Ryuk eat so much that it causes him to have withdrawals? A, oh my apples. Fucking god. <laughs> grapes. He's like obsessed Rich. with human food. <laughs> That's why in um the potato chip scene, he's uh-huh. literally like having withdrawals because light can't feed him. Because uh-huh. otherwise it'll look like an invisible thing is eating like food in the air and it'll look mm-hmm. suspicious because they're spying on him with cameras. Mm-hmm. So A, apples, B, grapes, C, chocolate, and D, pixie sticks. Okay, I don't want to be chocolate. I feel like it could be chocolate. Mm -hmm. I just think that's lame and basic. So it's not chocolate. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I feel like pixie sticks, you could have just written pixie sticks because it's actually chocolate, and that's just another candy to throw me off. Even if it is chocolate, I'm not choosing chocolate. Okay. But <laughs> <Play. laughs> Stand your ground, Rebecca. <laughs> Pixie sticks? I mean, it's really specific. Yeah. So, that could be it. And then apples and grapes are so fucking random, I really <laughs> wanted to be one of them. <laughs> I wanted to be grapes. I wanted to just be obsessed with grapes. Yeah. yeah it's canonical. you just loves grapes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's my answer. Aw, you're close. It was apples. Oh, okay. He loves apples okay. so much. He's just fucking obsessed with apples. He eats so many of them. And like, <laughs> and then he has withdrawals. I see. Like he like twists <laughs> up and down. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, I saw a video. He was like dying. Okay, and then A, it's kind of just like stupid. What are L's perfect working conditions? A, a dark cave. B, anywhere with sweet food, preferably cake. C, a hunched over a t- TV screen. Hunched over a TV screen, chewing his nails, and D all of the above. It's fucking D, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He was just like a rat. Mm -hmm. Okay, Matt's Death Note. I learned so much. Yeah. Hurrah. You learn about the Death Note universe, Mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Yay. Hurrah, hurrah. Hurrah. Um, make sure to follow our socials. Um, we have Instagram and TikTok, which are both talking in the movies. Um our email is talkinginthemoviespod at gmail.com if you have any questions or just want to email us, I guess. We have a website, talkinginthemovies.com. Also we have Kofi or Coffee. Whatever you um, call it. Yeah, whatever you call it. Um and it is also talking in the movies. Okay, this podcast is hosted and edited by us, Rebecca Imthern and Julia Stewart. The theme song is by Allison Imthern and sound effects are by them, Fish, and Beetle Muse. Also, shout out to Jaden Polster who made our end song. Alright, All right, that's it. That's it. Thank See you so much. See you next much. week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. We, we love, love, love you. you.